Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at A to Z Sports, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. We are everywhere. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us, and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness. I got a pre-draft workout scheduled today at Mandu. Your first workout's free, mandu.com. Wilson County Hyundai, we were there yesterday. WilsonCountyHyundai.com in Lebanon for your new ride. Calvin and Subtle for your brand new hardwood floors and finishings at CalvinandSubtle.com. And where we're at right now, the Bone and Joint Institute, the region's destination for your comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, BoneandJointTN.org. Bobby said, not trying to risk another outdoor broadcast. I think we made it out alive yesterday, but we got through it. Uh, we're we had, down a mic. We're, we're, we, had a, we had one casualty. One microphone is no longer with us. But that's the least of our worries because we've got backups. We're ready to go uh, after that wild experience to end our Hyundai show. Yeah, it's kind of like a big flesh wound in Game of Thrones where they'll stitch you up. You'll spend a couple of days uh, back at, 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 at camp or base, <laughs> and then you're going to get back out there and fight the White Walkers. Yeah, you know I didn't watch Game of Thrones. But, that's uh, okay. but for all- they, they, you guys did. Right. Yeah. So, hey. Hey, That's they, they, they're started to make the prequel, so there's still time. You can jump on, and you can now enjoy, and I can't wait for that. They're starting to film. So uh, I hadn't thought about that, but now they're starting to promote it a little bit. I'm getting back into my uh, my Game of Thrones mode. So draft day, and we all know how big this draft is for the Titans and for John Robinson after not just Isaiah Wilson, but getting literally nothing out of your draft class last year outside of a trash touchdown uh, by Darrington Evans when it was a blowout against the Lions late in the season when that game was already in hand. Sure, Christian Fulton had a pick uh, on Gardner Minshew in week two that was nice, but he was in and out of lineup because of injuries and COVID. And Isaiah Wilson, the biggest bust uh, in NFL draft history, in my opinion, is off doing other things uh, this week. But John Robinson knows. He's got the quarterback, the running back, the wide receiver, the veteran O-line, the defense they went after that in free agency to try to improve, but they've got this realistic Super Bowl window for the next two years, and they've got to get some day one impact players, not just tonight, but throughout the draft weekend that can help them take advantage and fill in these gaps. The salary cap is what it is. We've talked about that at link two, but they've got a hit on this 22nd overall pick or wherever they end up going in the first round tonight, Zach. It is very important for them to find a guy who can come in here and help this team win games. Well, you know what kind of draft that they need to have? They need to have John Robinson's 2019 draft. And if you can replicate that, then you're doing something good. And I'll just recap this real quick. 2019, that was the Jeffrey Simmons year. Big question marks. As he fell, he tore his ACL. He had uh, the, the issues back in high school that he was trying to amend. They got some heat in Nashville, and what a great weekend that was. Also, and I, we were talking about that the other day, of just filling the streets of Broadway. Uh, COVID has put a damper on that, but I do think we're getting we're trending back that way with the vaccine, which is great. But John Robinson needs to have that 2019 draft. Jeffrey Simmons, A.J. Brown, Nate Davis, who is very underrated, who has played very, very well for this team. Amani Hooker, who's going to step up even more with Kenny Vaccaro being cut this offseason. You do have DeAndre Walker, who did not work out, but you're always going to have those guys. You want to have a higher percentage. This is a high percentage because, you know, six round, 
was David Long, and he gave you good time. Oh, yeah. If you have, if you get to the fifth round pick in a certain draft, and like, oh, that's the first guy that didn't work out, then so be it. That's awesome. Now, it is interesting because David Long, Isaiah Wilson, and the last two Georgia guys the Titans have drafted, and neither worked out for different reasons. Now, DeAndre Walker was drafted injured with a hernia issue and didn't really have a chance to get off the ground as a rookie and then really didn't make it to year two. But again, you're right. That 2019 draft helped them get to the AFC Championship game. Absolutely. And now Nate Davis is a bona fide starter in, at right guard for you. Jeffrey Simmons and A.J. Brown are rising superstars. And like we mentioned, Amani Hooker and David Long have massive opportunities in their third year in the NFL to make a key, to find a key role on this defense. They've got to do that again, but you can't swing too hard and whiff. You've got to get guys that you know who can come in and have that impact. And that's why I feel a certain way about where the Titans need to go for their first-round draft pick. So let's get to that. That's the question we're going to ask you, the people, and we're going to answer right here at the Bona Joint Institute. Prediction time. We're going to we're gonna have a lot of shows in the next couple of days, yep. but this is the show that Austin and I will officially predict our picks for the Tennessee Titans at 22nd overall or wherever they select in the first round. Who knows what John Robinson is going to do? But we also want your opinion. So comment on Twitch, on Twitter, on YouTube, and on Facebook. Who do you think the Titans will draft tonight in the first round of the 2021 NFL draft? All right, we want your answers here. Who do you think they will, not who should they? Who It's prediction hat that we're putting on you guys. But first, let me tell you about the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. That's where we are right now in Franklin, Tennessee. Their facility here is incredible. Whatever happens with an injury with you or someone you love, you, you have to know where to go in that time of need and who to trust. And that's the Bone & Joint Institute. They have over a dozen doctors who do a fantastic job here at this facility. Uh, they can do the testing here, the imaging, the surgery centers, and the rehab facility here as well. Not send you all over town, but for your convenience, they have their Nolensville location for you too. So boneandjointtn.org. If the Titans happen to draft somebody who's got some injury history, then we'll do a doc talk segment about it to find out what that could turn into and what that means for the Titans as uh, they draft a rookie class uh, this upcoming weekend. So boneandjointtn.org is where to go. Yeah, a, a ton of you guys and viewers have enjoyed those doc talk segments just like Austin and I have. They're educational. We learn about players, what they're dealing with, with what could the rehab process be be like and moving forward and how they can get back on the field. So uh, make sure you also download the app BetMGM, our title sponsor of this morning show, code ATOZ Sports. Austin, I had a rough week this week, but I bounced back big time last night. I hit a big time parlay, had a couple of player props, and I love the first quarter of the Jazz. That won me some money last night. Big money. I put big money in the Jazz, and they paid off. Download that app, BetMGM. You can also take part tonight in the draft. New users are getting great promotions. Bet MGM. Download the app today. All right, so the prediction time. It's who will the Titans take with their first-round draft pick? Who will they take? Steph Dobbs says, I want Farley or Elijah Moore. I know Farley is a risk, but he's so good. So you got people out here giving two guys. Because Chris says Moore or Tony. Uh, Nick says Greg Newsom. Hedging their bets. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, Devin says Tony. Chris Stress says Elijah Moore. Tevin Jenkins coming in um, from uh, Allen. Uh, or, I'm sorry, Alex uh, Marshall Jr. from Lucas. I feel like 
Terrace Marshall Jr. has started to kind of fade in conversations as Elijah Moore is heating up. Terrace Marshall Jr. is just kind of chilling out a little bit, and he might be somebody who drops to the second round. Ronnie says Greg Newsom out of Northwestern. And then uh, you see, uh, let's see, Dom says, safest thing to do here is draft a receiver first round. Corners and pass rushers at 22 are largely unproven. Donald says Bateman or Marshall. Uh, more well, so after what did down. Dom just say? Dom said, safest thing to do here is draft a receiver first round. Corners and pass rushers at 22 are largely unproven. So I don't know what they're going to do. We'll find that out tonight. But actually, we found out that that is the opposite. Is It's not the safest route to draft first round well, receivers, especially later on in the first round. Well, we went through them. That's not a safe compared route. Compared to... No. Okay. So it's not compared what, to anything. So what you're bringing up is Mike Greenberg's stat that we talked about a couple weeks ago, where the hit rate. No, I'm. That's not what I'm referencing. So what are you referencing? I'm Tell referencing me. all of the wide receivers we went through that day. I'm not talking about the hit rate. I'm not talking about the offensive line compare. I'm. Not, I'm talking about all of the wide receivers that we went through that I, were drafted in the first round. Well, I, that is not the safest pick they okay. can do. I I understand that you need to look at historical references, but I also see that Justin Jefferson made the Pro Bowl as a rookie and he went 22nd overall. Right. So there's there's guys. DeAndre Hopkins was a mid 20s first round but, draft pick. Right? Again, that, there's a, there's some guys, safe. We're talking about percentages overall, not just I, I one guy. But I, I'm talking about. I, I agree with Dom about this crop of draft prospects. I'm not talking about the past wide receivers who have gone in the 20s or compared to the edge rushers or corners who have gone in the 20s. Because Historical reference matters. I'm talking about this draft matters because this draft, these guys are who they're drafting. And what Don is saying is not wrong because Caleb Farley might fall down to the 20s. There is a risk there with multiple back surgeries. And you've said you're you are okay with them taking that risk. I, I Yes, Greg Newsom out of Northwestern is a talented dude, but he has had injuries that have cost him half of his college career at Northwestern. Those are the two corners that are likely to be available at your spot. Then the edge rushers we've talked about as well. Aziz Ojolari, a little bit undersized. Does he have the natural athleticism to be worth a first-round draft pick? Greg Gregory Rousseau has fallen off the face of the earth after he looked like a baby giraffe in his pro day, uncoordinated at all. Jalen Phillips, people like. He's going to go higher. Quiddy Pay, does he fit your scheme? He's probably going to go higher too. So when Dom's talking about the two corners that I mentioned and the two edge guys that I mentioned, he's right. You feel I feel more comfortable about the crop of wide receivers at that spot than I do the edge and the corners at that spot that you can realistically get. So let's talk about your prediction. You've talked a lot about these wide receivers. You've said, that you had a, a epiphany a couple of weeks ago says, look, I had this thing come over me saying that the Titans, they need to draft a wide receiver. Well, Austin, what do you think the Titans will do tonight in the first round of the NFL draft? So Jim Wyatt texted us both last night asking for his predict our, our prediction for the first round for his box. That he's going to put out on the Titans website. So credit to Jim and we're going to be on the Titans website. So that's good. So I, I was thinking about this. I was like, there's so many ways you can go, but I've always come back to one guy. And it's, I think, the best versatile fit in the Titans offense who can have immediate impact is wide receiver Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. 
That is where I think the Titans will go tonight because he can play inside, he can play outside, he compliments A.J. Brown. He's a bigger body than Elijah Moore. He's not as big of a body as Marshall, but I think he gives you more versatility than Marshall and Moore to be able to line up anywhere, run any route you want. He's got the yards after the catch. He's a strong hands catcher. He can break tackles. He's a refined route runner, and he was productive at Minnesota for multiple years, even when he was battling through the COVID situation where he got tested positive during the season last year. My guy, Rashad Bateman, 22 to the Titans. So uh, I'm not surprised that uh, you said that. And and Chris Stress says CD84 2.0. He also said don't say Bateman. So that's not really a compliment to that. Like I, I think Rashad Bateman can be a good player in this league with the right situation. I don't think I think this is the right situation. Like play action to Rashad Bateman running a route like that sets people up to be successful. And so when we've talked about this, it's a Super Bowl window. There's John Robinson can't swing and miss here. He's got a hit. And it, Rashad Bateman might not have the highest ceiling of what he could do at 22, but I think he's got the highest floor of their realistic options. So I think you need to draft with a guy with a high ceiling. Uh, I think in a first round pick, I think Bateman to- has a high ceiling. Some people have said that they have him as Buck had somebody on his show recently on the zone saying that he had Bateman number one overall. I can't remember the name, but it was a reputable draft person. Bateman as their, their, as their top wide receiver in the entire draft class. Yes. That guy's on crack. Well, he needs to go get drug tested. But I I think, I think Bateman (laughs) has a high ceiling, but he's also a safe pick. He's got a high floor. Uh, He's not the best wide receiver. this. I don't agree with it either, but it was said. uh, Well, just because it was said does not mean that it is true. Uh, so here's where my philosophy, and I will I will kind of uh, jump off of what you said. I do think that the Titans are going to address their wide receiver need early on in this draft. I'm curious to see how they approach it and how they do it and how the draft falls. The one thing I think that you're correct, Austin, is at 22nd overall, I think Rashad Bateman will be there. And that's I I do I think he He's will be there. Got to get past the Bears at twenty. True, but we don't know what the Bears are going to do with their quarterback situation of possibility of trading up. We, the, the The draft can get wonky. We know that, right? And the sure. Bears are a quarterback needy team, and this is a very uh, big quarterback draft, as we know. So I think he will get past the Bears, and I think the Titans at twenty two will have the opportunity to draft Rashad Bateman, but I don't think they will do it. My prediction. And I think a lot of this goes into, I'm not saying, uh, I would say a little of this goes into them signing Josh Reynolds. I think that they addressed some of their team need, not all of their team need, at the wide receiver position by signing him in free agent free agency, and he plays the same position as Rashad Bateman. Here's what I think will happen. I think there's a best-case scenario. I think there's an ideal scenario. The ideal scenario is that Elijah Moore is there at 22nd overall, and you can draft him. The best case scenario is you can trade back a couple of picks because another team is wanting to trade up and not take a wide receiver, so you can still get Elijah Moore in the late 20s instead of the early 20s. And then pick up another day two pick, something like that. And and we saw a report about the Saints maybe moving up from the late twenties to go get a corner. That's exactly. Again, the problem with uh, the problem with the Titans trading back scenarios is I, I, and I've said this several times throughout this entire process that I feel like if a player drops to 22, 
that a team is wanting to go up and get, the Titans are probably willing to draft that player. Not necessarily if it doesn't have to do with their team needs. But what? But who is that guy? But but if Elijah Moore well, is for not the Saints, it's a corner. Elijah Moore is not going to be drafted by the New Orleans Saints. That's not going to happen. Right. That's but, not a team need. So and and who knows where what other teams will trade up over the Titans because there is a gap between the Saints and the Titans. I do understand that. I just think that Elijah Moore's stock has risen. But I think yes. a team that has been very high on the Titans, as you've kind of looked through the rumors in the circuit of the NFL draft leading up to today, is the Titans like Elijah Moore. He's a, he is a, and this is the reason why there's many reasons why I like him, but he is fast. He is not Kendall Wright. Elijah Moore is a five tool player. Kendall Wright was probably a two tool player. He could catch some somewhat over the middle, and he he did have speed. It was like a screen and like deep ball. It, the Titans were not good when they were drafting. Right, Elijah Moore, I think fits this system. I think it makes AJ Brown happy. I think that's like a one percent matter. It's not a big percent matter in the franchise's overall scheme and ideal situation to to draft him. But I think my prediction that I submitted last night and I will continue to stand behind leading up to this year draft, I think the Titans will draft Elijah Moore in the first round pick and I think it will be a stellar stellar pick. All right. So, everybody it's time to laugh at Timothy. Uh cuz Timothy Timothy says, "Has there ever been anybody good come out of Ole Miss?" So now we can all laugh at Timothy. Uh, maybe Timothy's being sarcastic. Uh, I, I you, don't would, know. you would hope uh, to God. I, Timothy, that... I've, I recognize Timothy's name, and that is the guy who, remember, told me that I needed to shave my mustache that was actually face paint because I was being a mobster. So I, I don't think Timothy's being sarcastic because Timothy went after me. My face paint said that I needed to shave it. So I, I think Timothy's being serious. So here's one thing that I want to – follow up with after my prediction i've made i've got some reaction and comments to what we've talked about with you i've submitted my prediction i believe that the titans will take elijah Moore tonight i hope they take elijah Moore tonight but i also hope they do this i don't know if they'll be able to i think the titans and i've always said this the titans should draft a defensive pass rusher in the first round i believe that is their biggest glaring team need to help them win a Super Bowl. I think they can get value at the wide receiver position and the cornerback position later on in the draft. But, as we've talked about, you do not have a Chase Young, you do not have a big-time defensive pass rusher. The best defensive pass rusher, in my opinion, of where the Titans would select is Jalen Phillips out of Miami. The unfortunate part, thing, and I think you'll agree with me, Austin, I don't think Jalen Phillips will be available. I agree. And I, I hate I, that. I don't think Quiddy Pay is going to be available. I, I, I agree with that too. But if the Titans somehow get lucky and Jalen Phillips falls where they can trade up, maybe two spots. I, I don't even think. I would be willing to, to do that if I was the Titans to go get Jalen Phillips and set your defensive pass rush, which has been Casper the freaking ghost the last five years. You have got to replace what you di- have not had. And I think Jalen Phillips would be ideal. I was texting with Jim last night, Jim Wyatt, about that. So did you? Who did he you, agreed. Did you send in Elijah Moore. I, I sent in Elijah Moore. I thought about sending in Elijah Moore, but I was like, everybody's going to send in Elijah Moore because that's like the sexy pick right now. Tron Davenport picked Elijah Moore on his. I've model. seen a lot of people not pick Elijah. I've seen a lot of people pick Elijah Moore. Tron did it on the official ESPN Nation mock 
uh, Dane Brugler from The Athletic, who I think is probably the best draft guy out there, period. Uh, this morning, his final mock had Elijah Moore, 22 of the Titans. But I think Bateman is a better, I think, fit for what the Titans want to do because of his inside-outside versatility. So he, here's something that you brought up about trading. Talk about versatility. Elijah Moore is more versatile he's than just, he's five, He's 5'9". And he's in, more versatile. Cleats. He's not more versatile than Bateman. Yes, he is. He's really good. I like Elijah Moore. I'd be you, you haven't seen his play to base your uh, Zach, your, you're your opinion on you're, his versatility. You are also biased. But you cannot say that he's uh, not as versatile as, as Rashad, Rashad Bateman, Bateman can hold his own as an outside wide receiver because of the physical stature that he has. Elijah Moore, because of his lack of physical stature, will struggle with that with press men. And can make guys miss unlike Bateman. I'm worried about getting off the line of scrimmage. Because Elijah Moore will probably struggle with that initially because he is a smaller guy. Uh, and what? Well, then Devontae Smith should just quit if he's because he's a smaller guy. I, that's, I think that is an asinine I think that's statement. Why we, uh, I think Devontae Smith will be the third wide receiver drafted in this in this draft tonight because people are scared about him weighing 160 pounds. Like I think that's a real thing. Yeah, so that's why they draft. We, we talked about Dre trading back, and I wanted to bring up if I can find it now. So many uh, Lane. Lane says, how possible would it be with trading with the Packers so the Packers could get Bateman and the Titans slide back to get a different wide receiver? Uh, that's an interesting pick. Somebody also uh, brought up the, the risk of trading back too far in the first round because you have the Ravens with two picks and the Packers there with one who both need wide receivers. If you trade back behind the Packers and Ravens, you might miss out on the guy that you want. That you want. Because I think a realistic trade up, trade partner for the Titans to get back, is something we talked about yesterday with the Buffalo Bills needing a running back. And if both Harris and ETN are there at 22, the Steelers are at 24, they probably want a running back. The Bills want a running back, move up ahead of the Steelers to go get that running back. So, And, and they're not going to trade with the Jets. The Jets are behind the Titans between the Steelers. Correct. The Bills are not going to trade in division for that pick. So the Titans maybe can help out the Bills there. But now you're behind both the Packers and the Ravens twice. For a wide receiver, I do think John Robinson values picks this year, and I think that he wants to trade going into tonight's draft. I don't know if he will. We we heard some rumors after in the aftermath of the draft that he wanted to trade twenty nine, but he didn't have suitors. We heard those same rumors of the fifth overall selection with Corey Davis that he wanted to trade back, but he didn't have any suitors. You have to have somebody that you're willing to trade with that you can get the value that you perceive the pick to be. And so John Robinson, Wheeler and Dealer, I think that going into the draft, he would like to trade and get more picks and just move, whether it's up or down, I think he'd rather move down to get more picks. But I, if Elijah Moore is there at 22 and you feel that he can address your team need at wide receiver, I think you have to draft him. All right, so you go with Elijah Moore. I go with Rashad Bateman. I, I think the probably the most popular pick from the comment section that I've seen was Elijah Moore, another wide receiver. And then I think the, the, the most popular non wide receiver that you guys have said in uh, the comments, I think is Caleb Farley. As I scanned, I think Caleb Farley is the most predicted non wide receiver from our comment section. So here's, and then Greg, here's the, here's the philosophy on Caleb Farley that I, I think, Titans fans feel more comfortable because of Jeffrey Simmons. 
Yes, but like you've brought up, uh, I, back d- I don't back in ACL, uh, not the same thing. And we're sitting we got a the, lot of doctors we're, here. Yeah, we're sitting in the bone and joint that can that, confirm that. Yes, and back and ACLs are different. And the fact is that he's had multiple back surgeries to uh, help fix this issue. For those reasons, I'm out. That's a no from me, dog. There's two pretty good references of how I feel about drafting Caleb Farley, but the Titans. Uh, they they proved me wrong with Jeffrey Simmons. We'll see what they do tonight. All right, Zach, you've teased me with this because you have not told me really anything about it or the question that we're going to ask after you talk about it. But you say the Titans draft storyline that intrigues you the most. So you have the floor on what you think the t- Titans draft storyline that intrigues you the most. But first, tell everybody about Calvin Summer. Calvin and Soto is where you need to go to get your hardwood floors. They are ideal when you're ripping up that bad carpet or the hardwood floor you have in your house and putting in brand new quality hardwood floor, and it's cost-effective. They're presenting sponsors here on the show, and they have been great to customers all over Middle Tennessee. Whether you live in Spring Hill, in Franklin, in Clarksville, or in Nashville, they've got the Mid-State covered, and they can do it efficiently one to two weeks after you pick out your perfect hardwood floor if you watch this show or listen to the show you've seen me showcase some of the hardwood floors they've got outstanding quality material change your home today that's calvin and subtle.com it is sports don't forget download the bet mgm app and guys there is something for tonight only today is the last opportunity for you to get a free 100 dollars from BetMGM because that's all it takes. When you download the app, use our code ATOZ100. That's ATOZ100 when you download the app with your first deposit. You place any $1 bet on the draft. Any $1 bet on the draft, regardless of that bet's outcome, you will win $100 in free bets if a quarterback goes number one overall. We all know that's going to happen. That's minus 10,000. So if you, so that's going to happen guys. So go get free money with code ATOZ 100. Today is the last day to do this. ATOZ 100 for a free 100 bucks from BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older. Must be present in Tennessee and for gambling problem support. Call the Tennessee red line at 800-889-9789. Gotta love that BetMGM app. It made me happy last easy, night. Easy money, Brett says. Easy, easy money. I sat on the sidelines last night. So uh, uh, here's where I'm at on this draft. This is the number one thing that I am intrigued about over the next three days, really, because I know I'll, I'll expand it. Okay. What are the Titans going to do? I know that they're going to draft a wide receiver. I'm pretty positive they're going to draft a quarterback. I'm pretty corner. Po- corner. Okay. I'm I'm pretty positive that they're going to draft a defensive pass rusher in this draft. I am very very curious of where or if they are going to take a tight end. So the question I'm going to pose to okay. you, Austin, that I I don't know what you're going to say. But what round will the Titans take a tight end to help replace Jonu Smith that they got in the third round out of FIU a handful of years ago? Yeah. And he has he had he has he, blossomed he into a big contract. $50 million contract, right? Yeah. So that tells you what that was a successful draft pick. If no the doubt. Patriots pick him up and pay him that kind of money, that tells me something. Yeah. But I'm looking at the tight end position. Right now they've got uh, Swain, they got Anthony Ferkser. 
Yeah, and I what saw, I saw do? some people arguing in the A to Z Sports Instagram comments where one guy said Ferkser would have a big role in the slot and some other guy thought he was the most crazy person in the world where I think Ferkser will have impact in the slot because that's where his production has come to us. But this years. is a notoriously a two-tight end team, right? Yes, they run two tight ends with Arthur Smith calling the shots. But they uh, he's not calling the shots anymore. But... Uh, he was replaced by the tight end coach, Todd Down. But not everybody does everything the same just no. because you work with him. No, I don't do things the right. same as you. Right, but, uh, <laughs> but God knows that. Yeah, but you know, there's a compliment aspect there. So, but with 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 Todd That's Downing, different when I've Todd got the Downing has been do. Todd Downing has been the tight ends coach for both years that Arthur Smith was the offensive coordinator and play caller for the Titans, where they went to the playoffs twice. It went to the AFC title game and won the division in those two years. Those were a lot of accomplishments with a top five offense each year in the entire NFL. They're going to keep it the same for the most part. The the recipe is Tannehill hands off to Henry a lot. He goes for the most yards in the entire NFL. And then Tannehill's fantastic off of the play action to A.J. Brown, Jonu Smith, Corey Davis, and Adam Humphreys picks up third downs. That's been the recipe for the last two years. Now you got to replace the Johnny Smith, Adam Humphreys, and Corey Davis aspect of it. Big, big part. Right, but I, I mentioned that's the majority. I mentioned Henry and AJ first for a reason because those two guys are one and two options on offense. I think the tight end is going to be very interesting, and I think the right round to go after one of these tight ends is the third round. You've, currently, you've got two picks in that third round, eighty-five and one hundred. The one hundredth pick was your compensatory pick for what you got after losing Jack Conklin and a lot of pieces last year in free agency. I think those two spots are where, whether it's packaging some picks together to slide around the third round to get the tight end you want, but I think the third round is the right uh, area to go get your tight end. This is a question. The reason why I posed it is I don't know. I don't have an answer for this particular question. Usually I'm pretty good at answering questions, pretty definite in my opinions, But this is the one thing, and I wanted to bring this up on today's show as we headed into the draft. I just, this has kind of got me for, thrown me for a loop because of the tight end draft class, I think is very intriguing where it doesn't have that heavy hitter after Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, we know, but he's going top 10. He's probably going top five. After that, though, there is a massive drop off. And so where are you going to get value and at what pick is that player going to help you? That's the key. John o. Smith did not jump on the scene right away and help this football team. He'd have to. He, did. He, he, he was drafted in the third round as understanding that he is going to be groomed and learn behind Delaney. And, and he, he benefited he, off of that. He did for a year and a half. This then, tight end, whoever they draft, if they draft, is not going to have that benefit. Anthony Ferkser ain't Delaney Walker. Right. No more facts have been said than right. that. Yeah. Uh, guess guess what Big Ten Jeff takes? <laughs> Big Ten Jeff says, go get Luke Farrell. Guess from where? Ohio State, the sixth round. I'm looking at the Draft Network's board right now. Luke Farrell out of Ohio State, who's 6'6", 250. That's you know, good size there. But he is ranked as the 311th player in the NFL draft. There are only 256 picks. Hard pass. So, so Jeff, maybe Luke Farrell can be joined this this roster as a, a UDFA uh, for mini camps and see what happened there. But I really don't think you should spend a top 200 pick on Luke Fair. A very popular pick in the chat is Tommy Trimble. Lee says Trimble in the fourth. 
I've seen a couple more comments that have alluded to, to Tommy Trimble, possibly in the third. What do you think so, about that? Tommy Trimble is interesting because the guy is a really good athlete. And the, the weird thing with tight ends in college is like you don't have a lot of production from tight ends in college. Like in a, like college wide receivers put up numbers, college tight ends really don't. Because like, the wide receiver position is so deep. Yes. And and in the way they it's the just, offense. It's just but the, the offense, the offense in college football play placates to the playmaker on the outside. Not the big tight end that can bowl over. And guys. like you have like Pat Firemuth was a like a five star recruit. Kyle Pitts, it was you know, but Pat Firemuth, five star recruit who was a tight end who came into Penn State and you knew it was going to be good. And right now he's ranked forty third overall in the draft uh, by the Draft Network. But like you don't really have like the five star tight end prospects like you have like the five star wide receivers because. A lot of guys that are big enough to play tight end might start their college career at a different position. How big of a compliment? Or grow into the tight end position. So this is why I pose this question with the tight end position. How massive of a compliment would it be to this offense to have that reliable tight end? Then I'm not talking about Travis Kelsey or George Kittle type. I'm talking about just below that, though, that can guarantee make the play, bowl over guys, and break tackles. Anthony Ferkser, he can get open. But after, once he catches the football, there's not much after the yeah, catch. Right. You're looking for a playmaking tight end that can do that, move the sticks, and now all of a sudden you're on the 17-yard line and Derrick Henry can go to work. Like that, That's, I feel like, that's the ideal situation. That's the best-case scenario. The hard part is I don't know where you can find that guy in this draft after the first two tight ends. Um, I think there are three guys. After the first two, because you mentioned Kyle Pitts and Pat Fryer. There are three guys, no, none of them are perfect. Brevin Jordan from Miami, Tommy Trimble from Notre Dame, Hunter Long from Boston College. So those are the three you're kind of looking at. Yeah, those are your three third-round type of guys. I think Brevin after, Jordan's going to be After out. that, there's a drop-off. I think Brevin Jordan's going to be See, out. I don't know. Brevin Jordan was a sexy name in, like, February, and then in March he did not have a good pro day where you're like, oh, Brevin Jordan's going to test out of the roof. And he's going to run fast, jump high, be explosive. And he really wasn't. He was average when it comes to tight end uh, numbers like that. Tommy Trimble has the question marks of not being productive in college because they had uh, you know, a guy who went in the second round last year at Notre Dame at, at, the, at his position. I'm losing my, his name right now. But a second round draft pick last year ahead of him. And then they had a five-star tight end as a true freshman this past year that upstaged Tommy Trimble there. Hunter Long from Boston College is just – you know, Boston College, it, it, it kind of is what it is. But Hunter Long actually led all tight ends in, in Power 5 college football in targets and receptions last year. So Hunter Long is the most productive of these guys. And after that, it's like your boy from Ole Miss, Trey McKinney from Georgia, who has hurt all year, and a bunch of guys you don't know of. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I, think, I think you have something there. Uh, I thought it was interesting as I, as I looked over Todd McShay and uh, or Todd McShay's final mock draft he did last night and posted this morning. I haven't seen it yet. So I'll just go ahead and tell you some of the big names that are on right around where the Titans would pick that have to do with, with the Titans franchise. Some telling things. He has the Indianapolis Colts taking Elijah Moore at 21. You got to think about the, the Colts pick at 21, the Titans pick at 22. That's not good. Right. Because the Colts and the Titans are the leaders in the clubhouse for the AFC South. 
He's also projected a trade, and you mentioned this, Bills trading up for Travis Etienne at 22. Really? That's that, what Todd McShay has this morning? That means that the Titans would trade back to 30, but also pick up more picks. Well, okay. Uh, does he say in there what they're going to get? He the just trade? says extra draft capital. So he does not specify exactly what they would get. He has Greg Newsom going 23rd to the Jets out of Northwestern. Which is what we had in our mock. He has Najee Harris going to the Pittsburgh Steelers out of Alabama. We talked a little bit about that this morning. Yep. Then as you scroll down, he has Kadarius Tony of the New Orleans Saints going, uh, or Kadarius Tony of the Florida Gators going to the New Orleans Saints. And then he has Caleb Farley going to the Titans at 30. And then Rashad Bateman going to the Ravens at 31 via Kansas City. Interesting. I, if that scenario played out, I don't think I would be surprised. I think that makes a lot of logical sense of how the dra draft could fall yeah. and team need. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about Caleb Farley. It would depend on what the Bills gave up. Sure, and Mark brings up trading back, staying in the first round could gain an extra third or fourth to build ammo to move up in the second. That would make me feel, I don't even want a little bit a vertebrae better <laughs> that would make me feel a vertebrae better about taking caleb furley uh, farley at 30 after those back procedures that he just had or the back procedure he just had but not a lot about a vertebrae maybe two vertebrae right i'd also want a lot of picks because that's that's a jump, twenty second to thirty. Yeah, it's it, you're you're dropping and you're missing out on several guys. And, and I know th this has been talked about when you when you think about trading back. And John Robinson talked about this on on uh, Monday. You don't just trade back for the sake of trading back. You trade back to a position where you think you can get one of the few guys in a cluster of players that can still be available. So let's just say not only there, but also with your picks you're trading for. Right. Let's just say that the Titans have uh they have Farley, Bateman, Tony, and uh as Ojalari from Georgia. Those four guys are all in the same like lateral like pod where they like all four of them about the same, but they play different positions. But if you if you think you can trade out of 22 back to 30 and still get one of those four guys, then you go for it. And in this situation, they get one of those four guys. Yeah. And Bateman was behind him. I don't know if it was Ojalari went earlier or or whoever else or, or whoever else I mentioned in that uh were still available. But in that scenario, you have to think about where the who the Titans are trying to get when they move back, not just move back for the sake of moving back in the extra picks. Yeah, it looks like uh Ojalari. I, I think and this is a selection I made yesterday. You talk about, I think Jalen Phillips is going to the Minnesota Vikings. And yeah. I will look pretty good if that does happen. Ojalari, he has dropping out of the first round. And, I, and that doesn't surprise me. So that's very intri intriguing. Uh, we did have somebody ask, that was Todd McShay's. Mel Kuyper has Elijah Moore going to the yeah. Titans yeah. at 22 overall. Yeah, real quick. Uh, I've got six guys who I think the Titans could end up with throughout the NFL draft weekend. So we're going to talk about you know the first round and then more, right? We're going to develop throughout the weekend of six guys that I'm watching specifically for the Titans fit. Uh, Todd did have a question. Is Buck's show going to be live tonight? A to Z Sports primetime at 8 o'clock will not happen. It's canceled tonight. Yeah, but... But uh, Buck will join us two 
later for our Titans draft special show. So we will be reacting live to the first round draft pick for the Titans. We'll go live. Make sure your live notifications are on. And so we're very excited about this. So it'll be us three together uh, talking about this. And very exciting for our coverage tonight and throughout the weekend. We have a very special sponsor that really it will impact you and your family's life yeah. in a very not, positive way. Yeah. That's not a lie. No, nope. I don't it's lie. really cool. I'm actually really excited. About it. Right. So look, yeah. look for not only our draft coverage, but throughout the week we've got we we sign on a brand new sponsor for our draft coverage. The tri stream is going to be going. It will be buck myself and austin plus you can hear us on the zone today at 11 o'clock uh, yeah. so we, we got content this is grind season now we're, we're this is full-fledged mode i the the phones I, we're not going to we're not going out to dinner we're not going to party this is work and we're going to be doing a lot of work for you guys but we got a very special sponsor that will cover our coverage yep. throughout the course of this weekend. Yeah, and uh, Jabu asked, will you guys be on all weekend? We'll be on Thursday night and Friday night, the same setup for the first two nights of the draft. And then Saturday, we're going to have all types of social media coverage, written articles, and all that kind of stuff uh, at com and all over our social media. So, okay, Zach, six, six guys I think the Titans could end up with throughout the draft weekend. But first, tell everybody about Wilson County yeah, we were there yesterday, and we were I felt at home. We were surrounded by Hyundais. You know, it's like family. I felt like Thanksgiving, right? You're yep. surrounded. You're sitting there. You're feeling good. You can feel good about your car purchase by going to Wilson County Hyundai. Quick trip down I-40, exit 236. Payne Bone and his team. We talked to Payne yesterday. Send He goes, send him my way. I'm going to hook him up with a great deal. Boom. You can't beat that. That's the Hyundai Palisade, the Sonata, the Elantra. They've got you covered for you or your wife, your family, you got a 16-year-old, 17-year-old you're trying to get a car for, get an efficient and a safe car at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Live here from the Bone & Joint Institute, don't forget, download the eight, the BetMGM app today. This is the last day you can get this specific offer. Download the app, BetMGM, use code ATOZ100, and you're going to get a free $100 in free bets when a quarterback goes number one overall. If you place a $1 bet on any draft pick, on any draft bet, $1 bet on it, regardless of that outcome, you're going to get $100 if a quarterback goes number one. We all know that's going to happen. So BetMGM, sign up, use our code. Remember, today, ATOZ100. Then all you have to do after that is deposit and then $1 bet on any draft bet and you win that $100 uh, right there. So, Zach, six guys that I think the Titans could end up with throughout the NFL draft weekend. I've got these are big, Austin. I've got, you've got a good got, record I, here. I, I, I don't do usually a, do these. So I know. this is this you. is me, and this is me trying to spread a wider net to hope that I keep the streak alive. The, finding the Sebastian Traitolas. Look, I've I've had great success. Uh, I my first was my first draft that I predicted John Robinson. I nailed three picks. I got Jack Conk in the first round. Kevin Byard the third round, and Sebastian Tretola in the sixth round out of my you-know-where. But then the next draft I got right was Rashawn Evans. I got Taewon Taylor correct. Um, so I've nailed some. You've got A.J. Brown. Buck actually predicted Isaiah Wilson correctly last year. So we're on a roll here. we got to keep this up. So here is my opportunity for us all. Number one, I've obviously gone with Rashad Bateman. He has to be on my list of six. It would be unfair if I didn't have him there, right? Correct. So, Rashad Bateman. I'm not going to go Elijah Moore and double down because that's also kind of cheating. Uh, that would be smart, though. 
It would be smart, but I don't have it. But it because would be, you have it would be unrealistic. Yeah, you but have you have Elijah. Moore, it would so be unrealistic. They're not going to get him in the second. We're covered with Elijah Moore by your prediction, so I, I kind of knew. Yeah, that. I helped you out. <laughs> you did. So where do I go? Same family, kind of. Rondell Moore. I think if the Titans do not, <laughs> if the Titans do not go wide receiver in the first round, maybe Rondale Moore in the second round makes some sense if he if he falls like AJ did. Nobody expected AJ Brown to be there at 50. Nobody expected DK Metcalf to fall like he did. Right. So I've got Bateman and Rondale Moore. I've got another guy who is like a Maybe late first round, but definitely available in the second round. Corner out of Georgia, Eric Stokes. I like Eric Stokes. He's really good. He's fast. He's physical. He improved his ball skills last year at Georgia with three picks in the shortened season where his ball skills were a question mark of his game. He tra former track star in high school. Eric Stokes, the third guy on my list. Now I'm going to get deeper into this draft because I, I got to spread out a little bit. So I'm going to go... Tight end position we just talked about. And I'm I know who you're going with. Who? BC guy. Hunter Long out of Boston College. I just think there, there's always somebody the Titans draft every year where they had like an immediate connection. Vrabel. Last year, that was Darrington Evans. Last year, Darrington Evans was the only guy they got in pre-COVID lockdown for a visit. And they drafted Darrington Evans. There's always that type of connection. So I think that one this year is Hunter Long. Uh, so that's my first four. How do you feel about my first four? I, I think there, it's a uh, strategic way to go about this draft. That's how I would assess your first four picks. I had, I had a gut feeling about Long would be in there. I do think that that's smart to predict. Vrabel, the connection. You've, addra you've, you've addressed team need. You've had some strategy. So through four rounds, I, I see where you're going. I kind of like it. So th those are kind of the – the first and second round plus Hunter Long is like a third round option, right? Now I'm going to go a little deeper, okay? So I'm thinking like fourth round or maybe even later. Now here we get this is hard. This wild card, but I, you know, I've nailed one of these late picks before. Paulson Adebo, who is a corner out of Stanford. His 2019 was a lot better than his 2020. His 2019 would have had him like, you know, third round guy. But his 2020 struggled a little bit, got toasted a little. So his, his – uh, his draft stock has dropped some. He's 6'1", right under 200 pounds. So he's a longer corner. He's not as explosive, but he's got good enough athletic ability to be like a fourth-round draft pick that can help you out with your corner depth. Mostly an outside guy. And they need that. They need corner depth. And so I think Paulson Adebo out of Stanford is a guy that I have on my list. And the last guy, Zach, a local connection. Because there's always... There's a lot of times there's a local connection in John Robinson's draft. No, he's coming home. That was a big part of it. And story. here is a you've talked a lot, Zach, about you got to replace Harold Landry next year. So this guy's not going to have any uh, any impact really on this season, but he's somebody you could steal in the fifth round because of an injury towards Achilles a couple of months ago. Vanderbilt's Dio Adengbo. I'm going with Dio out of Vandy, edge rusher, who if he was not hurt, probably a third-round draft pick. But you can get Dio way back, way back deep into the 100s. I like Dio as my sixth guy where I think he gets healthy, he comes back, and can make a nice impact in his second year as a light-round edge rusher who you need to help replace Harold Landry. All right. Well, hey, look, I trust you did your your, your homework there. So I, I, I like – 
I like the selections because now I, I now remember all of the ones that you've just said. And so when they're on the clock, I kind of away. And those are like, a, that's a Saturday thing. Yeah. Because yeah. we, we don't watch the draft on Saturday together. So I'm kind of tracking it on my phone. I'm going through. I'm watching it live when the Titans pick. I'm going to have my antennas up for those six guys. Cedric says, damn, just throw Landry under the bus. I'm not throwing Landry under the bus. If you follow what we've been talking about, I'm saying that and we're both saying Harold Landry will be next year's Carl Lawson, next year's Trey Hendrickson, guy who explodes in a contract year, gets eight to ten sacks, and then gets paid $60 million by somebody else. So we're not throwing Harold Landry under the bus whatsoever. But we're saying is we think Harold Landry will probably play himself out of a second contract uh, next season by having a big year. All right, Austin, I want to get to this because I have a Titans question and then I have three big topics that will basically Ooh. be the theme of tonight. Okay. All right. A Titans question and three big topics. Yes. Uh, I, I, gonna, I like that. I'm going to start with my Titans question. Do you think that the Titans will draft a quarterback in this draft? Um. No. Not a chance. No. I think if you draft a quarterback, it's stupid and waste of a, it's a waste of a pick if you draft a quarterback in the sixth so round. So you don't think that they will make the same mistake that they have in years past drafting Luke Falk and Cole McDonald? You're wasting a draft pick. And that has been proven. So they think lessons learned. They Trace, should. Tracy Lawrence song. They should have learned that lesson. So you're saying no. Right. What do you think? I, I, I kind of am on the fence. I think that they're going to do it again. Late round pick. They can't. It's they just, just did it, and the guy did not make it to the second week of all. I I know. I know. No, Cole McDonald. No. No point in doing that. Uh, but before you get to your next uh, topics here, because I have no idea what these are, let me first tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com. The professional landlords in the area. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. There's so many different ways that you can use Renters Warehouse by creating extra cash flows for you and your family creating long-term equity that can lead to long-term wealth by renting out your property instead of selling it. Renters Warehouse, they do all of the work for you. If you're currently renting, they've got great inventory of rental property. Maybe you've got a son or daughter who's trying to move out of the house over the next couple of years. RentersWarehouse.com, that's a great place to go to find their living opportunity. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go. We've had some good comments like... Uh... Let's see, Felipe Franks from Titans Kyle coming in in the six. Sharon loves Felipe oh, Franks. Man. I do not. But uh, again, don't do that. Uh, like they need so many rookies to have an impact this year. Drafting a quarterback to battle with Logan Woodside and probably eventually lose is a waste. Donald brings up Sam Ellinger of Texas. No. Kind of plays similar to, to Tannehill, just without the. The arm strength and the accuracy and the experience. <laughs> no, thanks. So, uh, so one thing I'd like for you to do is, could you hand me the magic bucket? All right. The number one thing I'm looking for tonight is in this bag because the biggest storyline has to do with the San Francisco 49ers taking Mac Jones. If Mac Jones is selected with the third overall pick tomorrow morning, bright and early, my man Austin will be rocking this puka shell necklace straight from the Florida Keys. If Mac Jones is not selected third overall by the San Francisco 49ers, yours truly 
We'll rock this not only Friday, but also on Monday. Not looking forward to this, even though you know it went out of style. It is authentic. These are shells from the Florida Keys. I think that is the number one storyline. How are you feeling about that bet heading into tonight? Not good, Bob. Not good. You think Mac Jones is going to be selected? Odds look like, and I'll pull up the Ben MGM odds. I looked, I looked at them yesterday. I looked at it this morning, um, and I I remember when they were plus four hundred, and it's kind of like. Damn. When Mac Jones was plus 400. Yeah. And, yeah, and you're like, ah, geez. why didn't you put $50 down? Yeah, you dummy. That, I mean, that's always how stuff like yeah, that but works. That, like when I see when I see the Sixers blow out whoever they played last night, I was like, I probably should have bet on that, but I didn't. Yeah, like, I to, like the Jazz Kings. Yeah, exactly. I was like, Except that was stupid, you idiot. You should have done that. But you can't do that. So I'm going to pull up uh, the Mac Jones uh, odds for the for the third pick. He is current. Oh, it's changed some. He is now minus 190. That has changed. This morning, he was minus 250. So money's coming on Trey Lance. Trey Lance was 250, plus 250 this morning, or plus 245 this morning. Is now plus 225. Well, we come will, on, Trey Lance. We will see what's, what's going to be. Come on, bag. Trey Lance. That would be fantastic. That's number one. Number two, what will the Atlanta Falcons do? Uh, the Atlanta Falcons, I think, will go Kyle Pitts. And do you think that Julio Jones will be traded because of that? Think- I don't think the two are connected. I'll answer it that way. Okay. I, I don't think the two are connected. I don't think just because they draft Kyle Pitts, like, all right, now we can shop Julio on June 2nd. I don't think that makes sense. Okay. I I think that they're going to get an offer that they could possibly not refuse at four. You sound like me trying to be the godfather. Right. I, I think that that could happen because they're quarterback-hungry teams, and they are in the power position at okay. number four. And I don't know what your next storyline is, so I'm going to let you say that before I really – ruin it potentially uh, i don't think you can ruin this because this is the biggest storyline after okay. so so I'll, round. so I'll just say the broncos trading for teddy bridgewater yesterday how does that impact the quarterback draft i don't think it does you think the broncos are still in the quarterback landscape if the right guy falls in nine I, agree. I don't know if they move if Trading for Teddy Bridgewater and having Drew Locke, does that mean they want to move up from nine to four to go get somebody? I don't know if that means that they would uh, not be willing to move up. I think that was a security blanket. They found value because Teddy Bridgewater, let's just face it, is worth a six-round pick because he's better than Drew Locke. He can stabilize things. And that's what they, I think, are looking to do. But, right situation, they go get a quarterback. All right. The third and final biggest storyline of this of tonight, of this draft, is... Bill Belichick still trying to replace Tom Brady. Who will the Patriots draft at quarterback? Will they go up and get Justin Fields? This is such a unique situation because we are so used to the Patriots trading back for more picks and selecting guys that we've never heard of, and then they pop and become either Pro Bowlers or Hall of Famers. This is not the case. No longer do you have Tom Brady, the GOAT, to help put a Band-Aid on everything. You now actually have to fix the wound. And the Patriots have got to make some big-time decisions. They spent the most amount of money in the history of the NFL this past free agency. That is something that the Patriots usually do not do. I think that trend will continue in this year's draft. And the Patriots, my prediction, is find some way to get Justin Fields. All right, I'm going to go to the Patriots' odds real quick. But uh, the Broncos, their odds for what they do in the first round or first player drafted is – Offensive lineman is the favorite at plus 140. Linebacker's second at plus 240. A lot of people have been mocking Micah Parsons there. And then quarterback is third at plus 300. 
So if you think the Broncos are still going to get a quarterback, plus 300 is not bad. So now I'm going to scroll back down uh, to find New England and what they do. Quarterback, Zach. Plus 130 is the favorite for the Patriots to go quarterback. quarterback. Plus 130. This is the year they – that's a good bet. I don't know I, – because one one guy is going to drop. It's either going to be – well, let's just face it, right? It's either going to be Trey Lance, Mac Jones, or Justin Fields. I think that the Patriots want Justin Fields. Yeah. Uh, and I think Trey Lance will fall. I wouldn't be surprised if the Broncos get Trey Lance at nine. My prediction, my gut, here's my quarterback gut. Trevor Lawrence, one. Zach Wilson, two. Mac Jones, three. Broncos draft Trey Lance. Patriots find a way to draft Justin Fields. That's my gut. Yeah. I think that makes the most ideal sense. Patriots are going to have to trade up to get him. The Broncos may have to trade up to get Trey Lance because of some other team. But that's the way I feel. Yeah. Not, I, I, yeah. I mean, I think you're right. I, I think that – Feels like it's going to happen, but I would also not be surprised if like Devontae Smith falls to 15 and the Patriots haven't moved yet to go get him. Or, you know, no, they're tight end heavy. They're, they're, they're right. going back to the Hernandez Gronk days. Yeah. So they need a speedy guy outside to, to blow the top off. Of what, right? what the hell's Nikhil Harry doing? Nothing. He's not fast. <laughs> he's not fast. He's basically a tight end. He's away. He was Nelson been a, Aguilar's not going to save the day. Late first round pick. Right. And, and uh, but, but, he, we, we got to mention him when you, you mentioned Justin Jefferson. That's fine. I can mention DeAndre Hopkins and you can mention uh, Laquan Treadwell. But you said Elijah Moore, so you're going with your old Miss guy. Uh, yes, but I'm biased. completely biased. Yes, absolutely. I fully admitted that, though. Yeah, I, I, I don't have a problem. I'm self aware. <laughs> yeah, I'm a user. I, I, that's I'm an old Miss user. Yeah, we know. I use. We know. We know. All right, Zach, let's get to it. Speaking of using the magic bucket. Uh, is up right now. The Magic Bucket coming up right here to wrap up this draft day show. Then we'll have tons of coverage throughout the day. We're going to be live with Buck Rising on the Zone uh, at 11 o'clock. And then tonight, get ready for it. Live notifications are on for all of you tonight, whether it's on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or uh, Twitch. Turn those live notifications on because we'll be going live uh, during the first round tonight to react to the Titans pick. So before we get to the Magic Bucket, let me tell you guys, about Mandu. We'll be there tomorrow morning to react to the first round tonight. But at Mandu, you get a 15-minute workout that simulates five-plus hours in the weight room because of the science of full-body electronic muscle stimulation. The results are real because it works. It can help you build muscle, build functional strength, also target that hard-to-burn body fat, and be efficient. And it's easy on your joints. It, you're not going in there putting pressure on your shoulders, knees, backs, and, and elbows, and hips. Mandu.com. It's all about your muscles. Your first workout is free at Mandu.com. Bet MGM. Download the app today. Promo code ATOZ100 tonight. Austin's talked to, to you about that throughout the course of the show. You can find when big-time money, pretty much guaranteed, if a quarterback is taken number one overall, that's pretty much a, a done deal. Plus, draft coverage. Live notifications are on, and they need to be on. Very, very important. We will go live to react a tri-stream with myself, Austin, and Buck. Tune in to 104.5 The Zone at 11. Austin and I will be on with Buck for the hour, talking draft, talking predictions, talking everything live from Tin Roof. So a lot of coverage today. Plus, we got a special sponsor for all weekend's draft coverage that will help you and your family. Now, real quick, Billy says, where can I get Austin's shirt? Shop.A-Z-SportsNashville.com. 
We got him on deck. Kim says, I love Mandu, as you should. Mandu is fantastic. All right, Zach, magic bucket time. It, it is your time. It is my time. And I pull, pull out, out the, the wallet. Oh, yeah. The new wallet. The new I wallet. I forgot about that. Flashing some alligator, my friend. I forgot that you got a new wallet. Yeah, if life has changed if in 2021. If you're an OG A to Z follower, then you know yeah. all about Zach's former duct tape together wallet from 19, or uh, maybe from 2003. If you know, you know. Uh, yeah, well, I had it for 18 years. Uh, now I've, I've had this for a couple of months and it's done me right. Good. Now, now cashiers told don't, you. don't heckle me, which I actually kind of enjoyed because like throwing it back in their face, but they now say nice wallet. Yeah. This is my original gift to you <laughs> that I scrapped because I wanted the puka shell necklace right. that we're, we're up for, for grabs. So look, the, I have to commemorate my trip to the Florida Keys provided by BetMGM because I won $2,000 because Tom Brady and my Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. I kind of say that out loud probably once a week just to remind myself. But Florida Keys, turtle up, my friend. Turtle that's up. going on the, the the bucket. And I'm here to actually put it on there, so that's pretty nice. Nice. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right, there we go. We gotta find. Yeah, uh, the, the the bucket's getting very because uh, there's a lot of stickers that aren't even on there yet. So I'm gonna put the. There's not a lot. We're of gonna room. feed the turtle next to Harry and Lord's. I got worm shop, worm far specialist. So there we go. Uh, Key West. Stacy says, Austin, when are you gonna put the one chip challenge in the bucket? I put it on. In, I sent that in. We're gonna fill. Time. So I have 25 new submissions. Uh, we're gonna fill this bucket actually next week after the draft gets over. Life gets a little bit easier. Where do you Not have, a lot easier. I don't even know where to get the one chip challenge. So, oh well, so you have to order well, online. Uh, this is no promotion for Doritos, but Dorito. This is actually be good. Who who said this? Stacy. Stacy, great idea. Doritos has a bag that has one hot chip in it, and you go through and you don't know which one it is until you've already eaten it. It could be like Cool Ranch. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but oh, that's okay. what we need to do. Okay. I'm down with that. Yeah, I, I like that. I just don't know where to get the one chip. Like, I'm so, I, The know, chip is in the Doritos Where bag. do you get it? Like, oh, where do you buy it? That's oh, what I'm saying. I, I assume a grocery store. I don't know. I haven't looked. I, I don't, I've seen it on TikTok. Yeah. Okay, so it is time for the magic bucket. Uh, we got to remove the puka shell necklace. Let's put it over here so it doesn't get broken. So, all right. Those precious stones. It is very, it is very precious. Okay, so who am I pulling for? There's, there's my sticker from last week, isn't there? Uh, you can pull for you. All right, this is for me. Ah, crap. I got to do the same thing you did last week. I got to find a rap song and change the lyrics that introduces to who I am and perform it tomorrow. And you may be wearing a puka shell to do it. Oh, well, that might add to the uh, theme of it. So okay. I got to do that tomorrow. I got too much stuff today to think of this. Uh, uh, Dang yeah. it. This uh, is from my wife, too. So she's just making me be creative. All right, um, let's see what we got here. Um, okay, tomorrow we are dressing up. I have to wear a coat and tie on tomorrow's show. That's not too bad. No. But, Zach, that's it. You can rip that up there. Okay, yeah, because you've already done that. I've done that. So, uh, looking nice tomorrow, looking fly. At Mandu. At Mandu. I like that we're on location that you have to do this. It's, it's going to look Should bad. I go the, like, typical, like, 90s dad that wears you can, jeans and you then, can do whatever you, want. <laughs> you like you could go full news anchor and just wear shorts if you i don't care that's up to you it doesn't say pants like the last couple times that i've had to do this we've been in the studio i've been wearing athletic shorts 
Okay, so we'll uh, coat and tie tomorrow. Sean says you got bars. Austin should be good. Uh, we'll see. I, I wrote one good uh, one good song a year plus ago. Yeah, but like a long time. It was a while ago, but I haven't uh, done anything in a while. Well, special thanks to the Bone and Joint Institute right here in Franklin. Both Austin and I trust these doctors. They have operated on both of us. They right? have. We're, we yep. are living proof. Uh, yep. Dr. Arthur, who we actually saw in here earlier this morning before the show, uh, is my knee surgeon. It is a fantastic guy. Dr. Thomas is yep. my shoulder surgeon, probably in the future my toe surgeon because I'm going to have to have surgery on my toe. I'm just trying to push that forward, though. But – Trust, I trust this man. And look, I, I, I don't trust everybody, right? right? I trust Dr. Thomas in making sure to, to help me get back to 100%. There you go. All right, guys, we'll see you tonight. Make sure, again, live notifications on. We'll be going live for our A to Z Sports Draft special. So make sure you're watching tonight. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a big day and a fun day. Maybe a power nap is needed for everybody in the afternoon. Power nap. Uh, is always a good thing. So we'll see you guys later on. Have a good one. See you. Adios.